It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Simon, good morning. Yeah, morning, Jared. The question of the morning is how could a team fall so far in a 12-month period? Have you got an answer to that? Well, I can certainly understand the question. It is certainly a, a big fall from, from where we were last year to where we are this year. And, um, you know, we take responsibility for that. We acknowledge that we've probably got some things wrong in our preparation through the summer and also in the season, you know, in terms of, um, you know, where our players are at and also our method of play. So, um, you know, I sit here taking responsibility for that, but also knowing that um, when you fall so far so quickly that you've, you've got a lot of work ahead of you. Did you feel like last night your team looked demoralised by the events of the year? Yeah, I think it's definitely become more challenging, especially in the last three weeks. You know, I think there was um, obviously by the mid-season there was a bit of reality that started to kick in, and um, you know, through the first four or five games in the back half of the year, um, there were some signs that we were we were on the improve. But there's no doubt the weight of um, where we've got to in the last two or three weeks has become more difficult. Um, and that's through a whole range of things with personnel availability and the position on the ladder. And, um, you know, that we, we um, get a chance to do something about that, we'll, we'll do something about it. But right now, the, it's, it's tough times. Do you know the way forward, Simon? Oh, look, I'm really clear on the way forward, Jared. You know, I think, you know, as I said, we've built the club really strongly over a four-year period, and there's no doubt we've got some things wrong. But, um, you know, we get a chance, you know, to do something about it through our summer, through our preparation, through our off-season, um, to really get a fit and healthy squad, to develop a method of play that people, when they go and watch the Melbourne Footy Club, can identify with. And that's what they haven't got now. And that's what we need to rebuild as a footy club. When you watch Melbourne, what are you going to see when you go and watch them? And, um, you know, the, the thing that I want to build is a really competitive team that's hard around the footy that builds a really strong defensive effort. And um, on the back of that, we'll build some score. So I'm really clear on the way forward. But, you know, in a few weeks' time, we'll really sit down, have a look at it, reset ourselves as a footy club and, and make sure that uh, that's what we forge ahead towards. So you would have thought that you would have had those pla- uh, that platform in place, Simon. How... Do you think this could prove damaging this year to... So I wonder about the team, but more broadly to the club and to its community. Oh, there's no doubt our supporters are, are hurting and, and they deserve better. Um, there's no question at the end of last year, um, I think we all saw the joy that um, as, a club, as a playing group and the club that we were bringing our supporters. Um, and there's no question where we sit now has damaged that. Um, and we need to go about rebuilding that. Um, and so, um, you know, I, I sit here and, and clearly at 17th, you've, you've damaged some of that. But also, you know, we, we get the opportunity to do something about it as well. Goody, you mentioned the, the mistakes that you made maybe in the pre-season and during the season. Can you elaborate on those for us? Oh, look, I think just, you know, there was a whole range of things in terms of our pre-season. Clearly, 
um, you know, with the, and this is, you know, we've spoken a lot about this before and it's probably touching old ground, but I think we all know the importance of your summer, um, both from a, a personnel perspective, being fit, healthy and prepared for what the game's going to demand um, and for a whole range of different circumstances, we weren't there. From a coaching perspective, you know, clearly that we've potentially looked at too many things um, in the time that we had to try and adjust rather than really focusing on the core basics of our game that are going to drive the style of play that we wanted to. Um, and when you get into that mode and the start of the season, how it started, then you start to really chase your tail on, on trying to regather that. And um, There's no question we've probably tinkered too much throughout the season in the way we've tried to play. Um, and in the end, what you're seeing now is something that's not really identifiable and it has a method of play that people can go to the foot and say, you know, that's what Melbourne's going to produce. So, um, you know, it's just snowballed and, um, you know, been chasing our tail for a big part of the year. You've invested heavily in the free agency and trade market. Does it complicate things now, uh, being 17th, having you know, picked two in the draft or whatever that will be? Uh, do you trade that away again, considering that you are all in, or do you go to the draft and get some youth in? Oh, look, that's something that we'll sit down and discuss. You know, it's uh, obviously when you finish 17th, you, you get some opportunities through the draft to, to reset um, from a pers- some personnel perspective. Um, but we'll look at all those avenues, you know, f- trade, free agency, draft to improve our list. And, and we'll try and maximise the position that we're in, in that space, to get what we can uh, moving forward. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In saying that, Kane, I know the depth of player that we've got on our list now and the, the capability of our players. And I've got full belief with the current playing group um, that we can work our way back into some really good shape and, um, and really forge ahead again as a club. And just your ball movement and, and system going inside 50, I mean, that's been the issue probably from right from the start of the season. Why is it so bad, the efficiency and going inside 50 plus 10 again last night? Yeah, look, it's probably last night was probably the first time for a little while we've actually got the inside 50 count in the right direction and our, our inefficiency again let us down. So, um, you know, last night's a probably different story, but, you know, we've we really lacked cohesion in, in four to centre um, from a from a connection point of view with our tools and also our mediums. We haven't had consistency in the personnel down there. We didn't have consistency through our whole summer in training it. So um, that's certainly going to be a piece of work that needs to improve significantly um, in our method because we're turning the ball over far too easily um, and getting scored on the back of it. But we're also, when we go inside 50, we're inefficient. Goody, Terry Wallace here. Look, having been in your position uh, previously... I'd like to just ask you, when did you think in this season that it was going to be difficult to turn the ship around? I mean, clearly you work on a week-by-week basis to get up and get everything right for that following week, but in your own heart of hearts or you know, when you were having a chat to the uh, to the match committee guys, was there a time in the year where you went, gee, this is going to be really difficult to turn around? Um, there's no questions um, in my own mind. Through the summer, um, I had some challenging thoughts around where we're at and in terms of our preparation heading into the year, I think you as coach, you, you know the work that's required and you, 
Uh, but you, you also convince yourself that you know that you know everything's going to be all right. But you know when we lost our first three games um, in the way that we lost them, um, you know the alarm bells were going pretty early in the season about where we're at, what we needed to do. And as I said, from that moment on, you really are chasing your tail. Um, and um, we've probably had one challenge after the next, and, and probably as I said, we've made some mistakes and tinkering a bit too much as we've gone through that process. So. Um, you know, it's fairly early on that the alarm bells were ringing when you're when you're zero and three in your season, and um, you know, coming off the back of the summer that we had, you know, you, you certainly understand um, the difficulties in season to try and turn things around. And last night, how how did the technical things go so awry? I mean, you know, goal leaking goals from kickouts, uh, having a completely uh, absolutely dominant. Uh, key ruck, and yet yeah, you have four goals to nil scored from clearance, three goals straight from centre clearances. How did it go so wrong on the night? Yeah, they're, they're the things too. You got to ask ourselves around the the real basics of the game, and um, you know we've obviously made a lot of changes in the last few weeks, and not only players in the team, but players in different positions. But you know, to have three goals kicked from kick-ins and three from centre bounce with a with a dominant. Oh, that's six goals in a game, and. Um, that's certainly a big part of the game. So that's something we'll review. But um, clearly our connection around the ball certainly wasn't to the level that we would have liked um, with Big Maxi and the inside mids. And, um, you know, our mechanism from defending our kick-ins is really poor on the night. There was some footage going back a few weeks ago of Stephen May having a bit of a blue with uh, with Frosty. Uh, it again appeared last night with Oliver and Fritz. Uh, it just, it's not a great look. I mean, I, I know you defended it uh, the last time with Steve and May and, you know, how they've, they've got to have those vibrant sort of conversations. But when you're down like that, it's just not a good look for your side. Yeah, look, I can understand that, Terry, that it's, you know, it's 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 not a good look. Um, clearly, there's uh, giving feedback and receiving feedback on field and it's when a demanding thing. But what I what I do think it shows you is there's a frustration in the playing group too that they they are sick and tired of losing. They do want to win. They do want to, you know, try and turn things around. And, you know, you're talking about Clayton in that particular example. Um, I've never seen a guy that's more desperate to, to turn things around and want to win. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's going to be a big part of us moving forward. So I understand the look of it um, in terms of uh, giving feedback, you know, Something that's you know really important for teams to be able to give feedback and receive feedback, but right at this current point, I can see the look of that not being great. Co-captains, you've you've had it for a couple of years. Max Gorn looks the natural captain of that footy club to me. Goody, is it time to make a change with the skipper? Oh, that's something we'll sit down, Kane, and, and look at. You know, through our summer, you know, we've had a process in place where we don't really announce that. Um, you know, Nathan and Jack have done an enormous job for the last you know three years together. Um, now, this year probably hasn't panned out the way either of them would like, but we'll look at our leadership model. We'll look at um, that the whole way through the summer and, and we'll make an announcement probably in February how that's going to shape up for us. Do you think he's capable, Max Gorn, of captaining the club? Oh, Max has improved his leadership considerably. You know, he's uh, he's got an enormous presence in the playing group now. He plays the right way and he's he's really gone from you know, being a liked character and um, to a real respected character within our four walls. Goody, just one that your supporter base, I think, uh, probably needs to know from you. People are now sitting there and sort of saying, was last year the real Melbourne or is this year the real Melbourne? Yeah, I can understand that question, Terry. And, you know, all I can say is that, 
you know, we had four years of little improvement. This year's been a, a complete wipeout. Now, what will determine that question will be our actions next year. And um, now we get our chance to do something about it. And it really won't be about what we say. In the end, it'll be about what we do. So um, I can't answer that question now other than to say that I'm really confident in our players. I'm confident in our club. And, um, you yeah, know, we're looking forward to doing something about it. Are you grateful, Simon, that the contract extension was signed between seasons? Uh, and do you think you wouldn't have got the chance to rebuild it if this had been the last year of your contract? You know, I've had unwavering support from the board, from CEO, from you know, Josh Money, from everyone at the footy club. And, um, you, know, I, you know, when I took this job, I knew it wasn't going to be an easy job from the time it started. I knew there was going to be some patches where we'd make some improvements and I knew there was going to be a, a patch where it was going to get really, really difficult. You know, we've hit that, we've hit that moment right now. So um, I'm really confident in, in my ability. I'm really confident in the people, that the club's ability to to work our way through this together and to come out the other end and, as I said, um, bring some success to the Melbourne Footy Club, which I know our supporters are, are craving. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centres or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I know how disappointed they'll be sitting there today. I'm thinking it's a long way away, but um, rest assured that um, I'm going to do everything in my power to build a club that they're really proud of. Simon, we appreciate your, your time today and uh, good luck finishing off and, and then uh, for the offset. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yeah, thanks, Jared. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.